everybody. Welcome to another fabulous edition of the Lori and Julia Book Club. We are delighted. We have Lindsay Roger Cooks with us. This is her second book, and it's our first book that we've read. It's called uh, Learning to Speak Southern. We just absolutely loved it. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. Yes, oh, you're so welcome. So, okay, first of all, now we want to read your first book. Um, what's that called? How to Bury Your Brother. Yes, yes. after reading um, Learning to Speak Southern. So um, tell people the setup of the book, and then we want to know the inspiration for how you came up with this amazing story. Sure. So the setup of the book, it follows Lex, who is a linguist, and what she she's kind of hopping around to different locations teaching English when tragedy strikes her life, and in order to get out of uh, the pickle that she's in. She needs some money. So she decides to call her godmother in Memphis, Tennessee, where she's been avoiding for about five years. And her godmother says that as long as she returns to Memphis, all the bills will be paid. Everything will be great. So Lex returns to Memphis. And once there, her godmother has a little bit of a surprise up her sleeve. She says that for every day Lex stays in Memphis, she'll get a page of her late mother's diary. Oh, my gosh. How in the heck, what was your inspiration for this story? I started with Memphis. So I um, had never been to Memphis previously, but my fam- a lot of my family is from there, and I grew up kind of hearing stories. So I was interested in that. And my um, other book is also has, like, a brother-sister um, relationship where um, there's, kind of letters that are exchanged. Mm -hmm. So I've always loved like the written word in terms of letters or diaries. Um, I'm a journal keeper myself. So I love this concept of uh, the mother kind of speaking through her diary, Mm -hmm. even though she um, is deceased. It's it's such a good, good story. And you're a great writer. And I love that Memphis is like basically another character in the, in the story. You'd never know that like you hadn't grown up all your life there, the way you paint that picture. Oh, thank you so much. That's great to hear. Yeah, I wanted someone just to be able to take the book and walk the streets of Memphis, and I hope that uh, some people do that because mm-hmm. it's an amazing place with such a, re- a rich history. Right, and Lori's been there, and you're, she loves everything about Memphis, I and just, I've never been there. It was fun. I love hearing more about it. Yeah, there is something. You got to go. Yeah, I know. I also, you know, really, um, Lex, you know, your our protagonist, I really, um, I think that, you know, you really hit the nail on the head with her as far as like that unknowing, the angst, the whatever of that 20s, maybe you've graduated from college, you know, what's next, what's expected of you. I mean, it doesn't matter maybe when you grow up, that is a passage of time that is similar for everybody, mm-hmm. regardless of your generation. I mean, do would you agree with that? Yeah, for sure. And I think that um, I'm 29, so I'm kind of just at the end of that. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the coming of age stories I read are about kind of, you know, someone in their early teen years. Mm -hmm. So um, I definitely wanted to concentrate on that uh, bit of time. And Lex is definitely, she's fairly accomplished academically and she has, you know, this passion for language but she's still kind of floundering in so many ways. Yeah, yeah, she really is. I love, I, I love the, fun. the linguist I things. I think that about, was like, so fun. Um, I was at a cabin this weekend, and I was like throwing out my little linguist things I was learning from Lex. Like we almost <laughs> used Ahoy 
instead of hello. You know, I mean, that yeah. part was kind of fun. So was that a lot of research on your part for to, to flesh that out? For sure. I didn't know very much about linguistics at all. Um, I actually wrote the whole book and I did so much research on linguistics um, and different languages, kind of deciding which languages she was going to speak. And then I worked with a master's student in linguistics at the University of Memphis to fact check everything to make sure that I had everything right. It was, that was different. I've never seen that in a book like, you know, like yeah. you did it. It was really fun. Well, it really made Lex feel like, you know, kind of even like how her how she processed things. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So I kind of wanted to have her every time she was in an emotional moment, she kind of returns to um, these little facts about about words. It's almost like a nervous tick sort of. Yeah. Yeah. And also, you know, the book, uh how to bury, or excuse me, learning to speak Southern, you know, deals with the whole complicated process of grieving about grieving someone. And then very often we do find out things after someone has Passed. died mm-hmm. about the life they led or, or things that we didn't know. And we were just like, oh, I really thought it was completely different. Right, exactly. And um, if you like that concept, How to Bury Your Brother, my first book delves into that as well, where there's um, a dead family member at the beginning, and a lot of it is to kind of mashing what you're learning um, Mm -hmm. with what you knew about that person when they're living. And um, I think, you know, family is so interesting. We only see kind of one slice of a person, even if we think we know them so well. So there's, there's still more to discover. Yeah. We find that out every day. Lori and I are um, sister in laws. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and so are you still uh, discovering things about one another? We, yes. We've been, yeah, we've yes. worked together for 30 years and she married my brother seven years into our friendship. And it's kind of amazing how it keeps evolving and finding out new things about e- each other. Um, your book is, you know, you're really young. And so this is your second book already. And your book birthday was yesterday, right? For this book? Yes. Mm-hmm. That I- was published day. Are you excited? Tell us what that feels like to have your second book get published and COVID's over. So I bet you can go on book tour again. Yeah, I think we're still kind of slowly ramping up. So I did do a virtual event last night and then I have another virtual event on June 8th with Foxtail Bookshop. And I would love any of your listeners to join. Uh, but my first book also launched in May last year. So right oh. at the height of the pandemic. Oh. So I'm kind of a double double pandemic books now. Wow. Are you, are you writing another one right away? I think I, I might take a little break and work on some short stories Mm -hmm. um, before I delve into another novel. But um, I do have a day job as a journalist at the New York times. And I've been actually covering the coronavirus for a year. So it's been a little bit difficult to (laughs) work in uh, book writing with that the last year. I mean, I, that's really impressive that your book comes out last May, right? As everything's happening. And then your second book is out and then you write for the New York times. I'm, you, it was it just COVID that you've covered the last year, or or, or what else do you cover? Just COVID just for the COVID. last year. So my background is in data and graphics. So I actually worked on the coronavirus maps where we tracked the rates of the virus. If you've ever, I lo- we looked, looked at, at one it of those every day. Anxiety every <laughs> day. We looked at that every day because it was like the New York that Times. You, that you guys had the best one. <laughs> 
Yep, I worked on that. Oh, oh that's crazy. Where did you grow up? Um, I grew up in Georgia. So my first book is set in Georgia, where I grew up. I went to University of Georgia. Okay. Um, and right now I live in Hoboken, New Jersey. And I love the name of that town. I know. I know. It's always fun to hear. And Lindsay, have either of your books, either this one, Learning to Speak Southern or How to Bury Your Brother, do you want either of them to be optioned by like Reese Witherspoon or have they already? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I would love that to happen. If anyone has a direct line to Reese Witherspoon, please, oh, Lori, please let me know. Or, pretends to. or I'm thinking of the guy <laughs> who just directed Mayor of Easttown. I feel like he'd do a pretty good job with with your book. Did you yeah, I went through show? my first book and tried to figure out, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I tried to figure out who would uh, play all the main characters, but I haven't decided for this book, who do you think should play Lex in the oh. movie interpretation? You know, I almost think for Lex, I want it to be someone that we don't know that's new. Right. You know, or that mm-hmm. is that it was like maybe... Maybe one of the girls that I'm loving in my CW show, Cruel oh, Summer. Honest to Pete. <laughs> honest to Pete. I work with the world's young, oldest uh, teenager, uh, Lindsay. Lori's mm-hmm. in love with the CW. You know, I would have to ask you something. So is being a published author, did you ever have, like when you started out, expectations of what you wanted to be like? Or was there another author whose path you wanted to follow? Did that ever come into your mind? Or was it just, I want to get published? Um, well, when I started writing my first book, I actually didn't really think about getting published. I was just trying to finish the book and <laughs> waiting for that accomplishment and just kind of typing the end, I yeah. guess. Um, and then I did end up getting it published. Um, I mean, I will say that being kind of from the South, I've always looked up to Pat Conroy. Oh, mm-hmm. sure. Um, as well as so many other Southern authors and authors in general. But um, yeah, I just... I would love, I want readers to read my books. So yeah. there's been like one person that I'm trying to emulate, I guess. Yeah. Well, we recommend mm-hmm. learning to speak Southern. Where's the best place for people to follow you Do on your Facebook? I know on Twitter, you're Linz, L-I-N-D-Z Cook. Do you like Facebook yeah. or where's the best place? Uh, these days I'm mostly on Facebook, which okay. is the same. It's L-I-N-D-Z Cook okay. or Instagram. Or okay. you can also go to lindsayrogerscook.com. Okay. Well, lindsayrogerscook.com, before we let you go, what's the last great book you read? Uh, I just read The Transition Baby, and I loved it. Okay, what is it again? The Transition Baby. Oh, I, we have not heard about it's that. It's by um, Tori Peters. All right. We're writing it. I'm writing it down. That's why we're not talking right we're now. We're going to check it out. <laughs> yeah, check it out. Thanks so much, Lindsay. The book is Learning to Speak Southern. Best of luck to you. We hope to have you on for your next book, Lindsay Rogers Cook.